0: All right, plug. So it's our first episode. We're here. We
1: made it! Well, maybe. A little bit.
0: So the first one is definitely, uh, I was in charge of the technical operations, and you could tell that I... uh, probably would have been fired if I didn't help create the show with you. Definitely been fired. Um, but, you know, that's part of learning. You gotta learn this technology thing, man. And uh, You
1: would have I, been on the, if this guy shows up for a job, kick him out the building. <laughs> 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 you would know, have been on that list.
0: You know, man, the, these things, are so much information now that you can't decide heads from tails or who's he, what's he, or whatever. Everything's an option. Everything, you should buy this and buy that until you put your hands on it. You don't know, so
1: I'll say this, man. Don't be so hard on yourself because you treated this shit like you like your life depended on it. What? Shannon's
0: <laughs> on the way, man. <laughs> Shannon, I want to talk to Shannon Crowder, and he's a busy man. He's got shit to say. I want people to hear what Shannon has to say. I feel like we could interview him well and then I'm fucking up cuz we ain't got mics.
1: We didn't have nothing. Nothing. We started And that I thought day. I had everything. We started that day with a Nikon that is made to shoot movies. Not
0: not an hour Content. long. Yeah, yeah, it's not. This nothing is, went
1: right. These were sprinter spikes. We needed prefontaine shoes. We <laughs> needed so we needed Forrest Gump running shoes, and we had sprinter spikes.
0: Yeah. So there was a, there was a lot of so on this uh, audio episode. I don't believe I have a mic. There was just there was a lot of confusion. We had some help, um, and it's just you know it's just life. And yeah, I know it's twenty twenty two, but. Uh, Shannon at the bottom line is is Channon Crowder is an absolute badass of a man he was uh, a really nice, kind, funny dude, and he was cool enough to come uh
1: be our first interview and he had a lot of cool shit to say <laughs> a lot a lot of uh, insight man it's the crazy thing is how we even got the interview bro like I've been knowing this dude This dude's sister for years I'm talking about the knock down the homegirls and everything like, <laughs> Just one But that's how I met her I literally tried to hook Her, his sister up with a homeboy And She told me then She was like yeah my brother played football And you know you'd be smoking weed You don't be Or you trying to get some ass You're not really Shit, you telling me not about to get me no ass? Like, I don't care. And when we had this idea and put it all together, I was literally laying in the bed one night. And it hit me out of nowhere. It's like Crowder. Oh, you should hit Daisha up and see who her brother. Let's see who she was talking about that her brother was that played football. And it just so happened to be the. And this shit happened so fast, bro. It was like, hey. Ask your brother would he be down to do my podcast? And she literally hit me back the next day and was like, "When?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, we just setting it up right now." The whoop-de-whoop. And within seventy-two hours, this dude was on the way to the house.
0: And so I had because we had the idea, but it we we were kind of we were going at a at a slower pace. Things cost money. Things take time. But when you said Channon's on the way, I'm like, "Well, I got to put all my stuff together and figure it out."
1: We had a, and a mixer. Made for DJing, like if you was going oh, to work the day shift, I got Connie, I got sold straight. online. Y'all be careful of Amazon, y'all. But long story short, man, you ever heard the story? You all know the saying, "You got to crawl before you walk." Well, damn it, this is us crawling. We was yep. fresh out the kangaroo pouch on the ground,
0: and it and it only gets better from here, folks. But- damn
1: it! So enjoy George Channing Crowder, and shut up.
2: Don't, you gonna take over this one? I was like, shit, this nigga ain't got no good questions. I gotta take it over. I gotta make I gotta make quality, like, yeah, yeah. I gotta make quality. If I'm, if I'm gonna be on some shit, it's gonna be good.
1: Years old, unless his hands is off, a tie behind his back. I'm you not fucking, fucking with it. him. Cause Tip, I'm looking at Tip like, bro, you finna get knocked out. That street fighting shit. That ain't gonna work. You only got a minute and a half of breath in a street fight anyway. Yeah. Before you got your hands on your knees. Hmm, huh. But I want to sit in the truck. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. No, you got to grab him. You got to lock up.
1: Well, with a boxer. Our boss, you I'm about to get a in to shoot up. I'm not <laughs> going to pull that 40 on. i Got to grab their
2: clothes. You ain't got a handful of shirt. Your ass is in trouble. In trouble. They're yeah. Yeah, I ain't fighting. Like, it's tough. It motherfucking big old nigga, they be like, oh, you got to be tough, tough. It's tough and it's dumb. Like Tyson. We had Tyson on the pivot. Ain't no way. Just being around him. Yeah. If that motherfucker got mad, I'm going to curl up on the ground. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like a
2: bow. you going in the best. I'm going to hibernate. Yeah. There's no reason for me to even, if you called me a bitch, I would say I'm sorry for what I did. (laughs) (laughs) For make you call me a bitch. Yes, sir. I'm not fighting you. You can see it on him. But the one thing I will say, bro. right hook, man. To be honest, because this is an ongoing thing that I really believe. If you're under 150, you can't beat me up. I don't give a fuck what (laughs) you do swear to God, people,
1: because people. Well, flow, I'm 163, See, so. I, 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 honestly, but
2: I honestly argue with Floyd about this because Floyd ain't one, but 140. Yeah, and he I'm like, you know, so I know you were the best boxer in the, in the history of time, top three, top five, whatever, I'll whatever, whoever you want to put in there. But you're 138. My wife and you weigh the same amount. I'm going to choke the fuck out of you. You're a child. <laughs> That's what, bro. I swear to God, I, if you are not 150 pounds, don't even look at me wrong, cause I will choke your ass to fucking hey, death.
1: Pretty big, man. I didn't realize how big you was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could just
2: yeah, just nigga.
1: I'm too. That's more I'm fifty. Yeah, getting choked is way more humbling than being mushed. If a nigga mushed, you better shoot him.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I just, you know what? <laughs> I used to just touch my in the face. No, 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 no. <laughs> rub my hand, my whole palm across the head. Oh! oh, oh and just look oh! at him. Just, just, if you just <laughs> grab a motherfucker in the face like this, oh. and then just stare at him. It's a, it's more disrespectful. I'd rather you punch me than rub your motherfucking hand across my face. Man. Bro, I'm not
1: letting no grown-ass man. As a grown
2: man. Yeah.
1: How many teammates you had to do that to? Shit,
2: through the years? Yeah. <laughs> at least, at least. Twenty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, what causes you to do that to a teammate? Is it bad plays? Is you the fucking all? No, 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 no.
2: It had nothing to do with football. But when Hilarious. it's when it's football time, like you fail that you succeed yeah. with shit okay. you do. Fair, fair. You know what I'm saying? Like if you miss a tackle, you miss a touchdown. You can't catch bitch. You need to practice more. Like you made us lose. I only get it. It's when you wanna you wanna try me as a human. Uh-huh. That's when you have to get checked. You know what I'm saying? We can fight on. We can fight on the field. But then I have the little, I call it little boy. When you make, when, like, you really make a grown man feel like a kid. Little boy. And I little boy people. I little boy you when I want to just tell you, like, I really don't respect you at all. Like, I don't respect you, Oh, period. that's
0: what that feeling
2: was when you walked up? Oh. I gave you a good hug. Oh, no. I gave you a strong <laughs> hug. <laughs> Was no choking No, balls. You, you i You did. Get, no, you were very respectful. Yeah, I, I got you a strong, just, but yeah, you just but I
0: do had to had the whoa man God this dude his god his head is big. He's got a big head, man. God <laughs> damn.
1: Just, they had a special helmet. They were yeah. like, hold on, son, we got something for you. Go down there to the end
2: of the hall. It's a training <laughs> room,
1: right? <laughs> right by the mop closet. Is your
2: helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Dang was well, motherfuckers didn't know. They just take the face mask to the side of my real head. I ain't even wear a helmet. <laughs>
1: We didn't really give you a formal introduction. The I don't don't know who this man needs So yeah, we're gonna keep rolling. Alright. Yeah. This might be the only person from my rival high school I ever interviewed. He went to North Springs. When I saw that I was like, Ugh, Yeah, he's even got a on guess. the I nah. yeah. yeah. No, so I appreciate you. I had to make him sit by my Riverwood Athletics uh, certificate. So there you go. <laughs>
2: I ain't, I ain't so shit I'm one
1: of them I'm a, I'm a failed athlete uh, Turned comedian So yeah This is what this whole
2: yeah. <laughs> They wrote they y'all shit by hand Yeah That's like, oh, I'm old bro Shut up Shut up I'm old <laughs> So we're gonna
0: put we were gonna put all of our accomplishments <laughs> up there
1: <laughs> Hey you got basketball they ro- over They
2: shit by hand
1: Y'all ain't had no budget (laughs) This ain't the Riverwood you see now Hey Riverwood High School Ain't it fucked up See, Even with North Springs bro Every high school does something After you leave to make that shit magnificent Mm -hmm. Riverwood look like the Smithsonian now bro (laughs) It's nice over there That shit look like (laughs) bro Hey you got a funny story about North Springs With the Hall of Fame They wouldn't let me in the Hall of
2: Fame I tried They was like stop. That two years you play Fuck out of here what happened with I, you in North Spring? I'm 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 the most I would say I'm the most famous athlete ever come out of North Spring. Yeah. Cause uh who the man named play for the Steelers? It was a running back, but he ended up train he played for three years in North Spring transferred, and then he went play for the Steelers. His name will pop up. I got CT motherfucker. My my mind is is, is fucking <laughs> boiled eggs. But so I went back, I did a football camp there. They ain't promoted it at all. It was one motherfucking kid out there. So me and I got Ronnie Brown to come out. And one little boy, and this I think this motherfucker was slow. So we it's, we out there chasing around. <laughs> one them deaf kids. One little kid, <laughs> what's next? What's next? <laughs> I said, get out of here <laughs> But she then again. but then I was like uh they was like, Y'all yeah, you know, stupid. you need to be around North Springs more. And I was like, well, like, shit, name something after me. Name the field house after me. Like Right. Name the, 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 the athletic wanna, locker room. You didn't ask for a statue? I, oh, you know what, bro? But I, I, you bet, had a statue? Bet, a bet. I, wanted, I wanted a locker. Okay. I I was doing baby steps. Yeah. And I was looking. I'm like, you know, name something after me. Like, propose something to me where it would make me want to give y'all some money. They were like, give us some money. And we'll figure something and out. And we'll figure something out. And I was like, no. I think you should be in, in charge of trying to make your, your most famous alumnus happy. And then now we got a relationship. <laughs> So we was like, we was both sitting there standing at each other. I was like, shit, I make you look better. Nobody gives a fuck that I went to North Springs.
0: Right. Now they really but know. now
2: they know if you do something for me and now we got that relationship. Yeah. So that's the thing, Man, Honestly, with business, with everything, like that's the thing. Like, I'm the commodity. Like it's right. it's funny, I tell people all the time when I talk to kids, like, whenever you walk into a room, in your mind, you should say you're welcome, more than thank you. You see what I'm saying? Like, whenever I'm in a room, I don't give a fuck if it's CEOs, whoever's in that room, big time executives and shit. Like, I walk around with a a mindset of, you're welcome. I'm here. I gave you my time. Right. Not thank you for being here with your ass. Who the fuck are you? I got to be here. And that's the thing I say. If you walk in a room and already feel as if you shouldn't be in that room, your ass is already behind. Yeah. You already behind. Because why the fuck would you feel special to be with them? They should feel special to be with you. Yeah. And that's what me and North Springs went through. Like, give us some money. No, bitch, make me feel good. I, I bitch, took all the Courtney. They, me. Kids. they I acting like kids. they IMG. Yeah. Who the fuck yeah, came out of that
1: North <laughs> Springs? I, nobody
2: but me! Thank you. Usher and Raven Simone. I didn't
1: okay. even know that.
2: I yep. knew Usher. I knew Usher. Usher was there. <laughs> I shot at Raven Simone and she oh, and she wouldn't even she, she shot me down. It hurt my feelings, but then years later, I found out that I'm not even... Nope. That, I was on the wrong team. You ain't got what she like. That's that's the thing I figured out. I was hurt for a while, because my game usually works. Say, yes. yeah. you know what? I'm so bad at
1: relationships. Most of my girlfriends from undergrad all marry women. That's how shitty I I'm toxic. <laughs> I send turn them, you women. You send them
2: the other way? What? They hop
1: the fence. Fuck making marks where they jump. <laughs> they, don't, they ain't going back. Fuck. All right, man. So, um all the fucking high school recruiting shit. Uh, I want to go to draft time, right? Mm-hmm. Sixth round, seventh round. You what? Sixth round? Oh, man,
2: third round. no. Third round. You third man. round? Yeah. Okay. Third I was supposed man, to be first gotta... round. Motherfucker, I was all American now, Use plug. that, man. Plug, I was yeah, all American right, now. It
0: says it right here.
2: You I'm got just... the fucking computer
0: in front of you. I'm yeah. drinking.
2: Yeah. Third round. <laughs> said it. Seventy. 70th yeah. pick. Something I did like look that. Good. Third round.
1: Yeah. All right. That's why I got confused. All right. So third round. 70th pick, you was All-American. Mm-hmm. You was probably sitting there like, I'm better than these motherfuckers. This going before me. Yeah. So they say uh, everybody remembers everybody that got picked mm-hmm. before them. You still remember the guys picked before uh, them?
2: Daryl Blackstock, Lofa Tatupu. Um, um damn. Odell Thurman. Okay, I, that, call, that rings a bell. Odell, DeMarcus Ware, even though he was the outside linebacker. I still remember it now. Fucking 20 years later. 17 yeah. years later. Yeah. I and I just sat there and said, to be honest, and now the proofs in the pudding, I'm better than that person. I'm better than him. I'm better than him. I'm better than him. And the numbers show it now, but they just went down. Honestly, I dropped yeah. in the draft. First off, I had a bunch of knee injuries. I told okay. my ACL bunch okay. bunch in high school. So they already everybody was already. So even at Florida, I ain't played a full season. I have like a I I sprained my foot, midfoot sprain, and missed a couple games. I would have like knee, my knee cleaned up and miss a week here or there. So I had a bunch of injuries when I played. I balled. right? But it was the injuries, and then past the injuries, it was the character issues because I got locked up three times at Florida. Well, I was in with Fl- Gainesville, and
1: they worse than Athens.
2: They, they, <laughs> <laughs> everybody worse than Athens. <laughs> they, they, it, 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 it's, 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 it's literally uh, big fish in a small pond. Like you see me, and I was the same size in college. Like I got to Florida, like six three two ten. I left at like six, three, two, fifty. A couple years later, I was been working out, taking these—they call it mighty shake. Yeah, eight hundred calories. This shit called mighty shakes. I don't know what's in the motherfuckers. It's thick, and you drink the motherfuckers, (laughs) and you you gain a pound a day. Bitch, I'm just—you just blowing up. Say what? You you you'll gain weight every day if you drink these motherfuckers, eight hundred calorie things, and then eating all the shit you do. So I gained like thirty pounds in a year, year and a half, two years, and uh, but just being there. So a big light skinned dude in a small town. Gainesville ain't shit. Ain't it's a small little town. Natua County. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I say that too, because they wrote my ass off. Hey. So but that's the thing. So and if you loud, you got a six foot three, two hundred and fifty pound, big old nigga, tattoos, you know, I always had long hair, the braids of dreads, running around this little city and really causing havoc, whooping people's ass. That's my whole thing. With all that like, if you call me a name, now I figured it out. But if you call me a disrespectful name, we're going to fight. And my whole thing, been for my, my whole life, I don't know who's going to win this fight, but we both going to the hospital Sir. at the end of the day. If I lose, you're going to have to go get stitches at the end of this fight. And <laughs> I sent some bitches to the hospital, but they sent my ass to, to, to the prison. To the jail. To the jail. That's so they okay. wrote my ass off. So yeah. car- they call it character issues, what they call it. Character oh, yeah. issues. And uh, the injuries is what got dropped me out of like the first round and all that shit. But yeah, I, I had, I plan on being first round. I got a million dollar credit line. I had $300,000 spent before I even got drafted. Yeah, uh, I
1: we, we As a Georgia Bulldog fan, we know. We know. <laughs> <laughs> we,
2: know. we get it. Where y'all last uh, I tore up David Green's yeah, ass yeah, one of them, Yeah, he does. We yeah, get yeah it. there was a. But it. Thomas Brown, some little bitty motherfucking running back, y'all had. Bitch, <laughs> about 18, 18 and a half pounds. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, his bitch was he was a Similac baby. He ain't drank no breast <laughs> milk. Tiny little dude. Man, we, we
0: had some good teams those years, man. What's Florida question? would always. Yeah, yeah. Mark Rick could not do nothing with Florida, man. Man, hell no, nothing. No, that's how did y'all it's prepare? How did can? It's, I mean, I don't get to talk to Florida Gators often. Yeah. How did it's y'all going. really? Did you did you get jacked up or no? Did you really give a shit or was it just kind of the same game
2: to play Georgia? Yeah. It, like you, it, you get when, you you you'll get going because no. of that uh the world's biggest cocktail party shit. Yeah. It, like, you ain't even know, so I just come in as a freshman, and you just, you're playing, just playing ball. All you doing for yeah. play, you're just watching film. Like, you, you're not, you don't, when you play somebody, and it's actually a better athlete, when you play somebody or play another team, you don't play the the, the excitement of that team. You don't play the, the rah-rah of anything. Yeah. All I'm doing is looking at X's and O's plays, and stopping the man in front of me from doing his job. Right. Cause every every play you have a one-on-one battle with somebody. So just win them battles. Win and them that's out. the thing. But in that Georgia, Florida game, when you walk out, and back then they had the, the red, black, uh, orange, blue, red, black, they used to they go every other section. So you come out, they had to stop the game, motherfuckers start fighting in the game. That shit gets you going. Yes, like when, when you see people, they the refs gotta stop, stop the game because it's a big ass fight in section one oh six. Yeah. But you be down that bitch like, man, we everybody in this bitch ready to go. So did that make y'all like sneak some
1: punches in while all the refs telling <laughs> you reach over and just see number you, 12, they've been chop blocking. <laughs>
2: foul <pow>, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I say, I say you don't really uh I I you take cheap shots, but it's more it's more personal than like rivalries. Like I bit I bit some I bit motherfucker twice. Okay, on the field. On the field. But it wasn't like because of I don't like your team because I don't like you as a person. Yeah, that disrespect thing. You disrespect like you 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 know what I'm saying, I, I tackle you and you get up and say some say some disrespectful stuff and i would be like, Oh, okay, so you <laughs> I'm the, not a worse you heard. I'm What's not it? a man. All oh, the nastiest shit in the world. From fans too. I heard. Fans fans be nasty to they players. Ninety five percent of players they don't want no smoke. They don't. They just want to do their job and get their, like okay. do their job and be you know be great. You know, motivated by money and motivated by greatness. Most players just want to like excel at football.
1: Okay,
2: I'm in the five percent that want to make like make you feel bad about yourself as a human. <sighs> and it's another five percent people like like I, I've looked at people and said that 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 Spider Man meme when the motherfuckers be pointing at each other like I've got the dudes and dudes be like yeah man your mama ain't shit your grandmama was a hoe I be like my grandma was a hoe you <laughs> know my grandma. Right. There wasn't even no pictures back then. My grandma was like seven. My grandma was fucking like that. Damn. But it's it's it but it it's just that that disrespect. But even that, somebody say your grandma I'm a hoe, you're going to look back. Right. You're gonna think about it. And it gets you off your game. Absolutely. For a, half a second, yeah. you're not thinking about football anymore. You'll be like, my grandma was a hoe. Right. And it, it just it, it's just that it's that it's that that one little, you know, chink in the armor that you'd be like, God damn, this is something like. Be called my grandma my hoe. Yeah. And that's that's all that shit talking is. And so the fans will do it. Fans never got to me. Um, players really never got to me, to be honest. I got this a lot of players, and then I got the guys that like one, once it gets out in the league that you talk shit, like uh people start getting like feeding you information. So oh, they're like, oh that's fucked up. So like you play distorted. You'll play a team. <laughs> And <laughs> Wilson
1: ain't yeah. bang no girl bitch.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so you'll play you'll play a team, you'll play a team week five. And you done talk shit, don't talk nasty to somebody. Yeah. At the end of that game, you know say so you slapping hands, dude come to you be like, man, crowd, you know, saying, so good game, blah, blah, blah. He'd be like, hey, who y'all, y'all y'all play the Jets next week, right? Be like, yeah. he would be like, hey, well, Mark Sanchez, his uh I know his I know his girlfriend. And they'll they'll feed you information. And then I even got it to a point where coaches started giving me stuff. So Ray Rice went to Rutgers. And we were going to play the Ravens when uh, Ray Rice was there. This before he, you know he started beating Be beating no up mystery. women and yeah. doing that foolishness the elevators. shit. Yeah, yeah, dragging my fuckers out elevators. You, care, go- you goofy motherfucker. But so my coach came up to me and he he coached at Rutgers. And he came up to me on Sunday morning, and he was like, can I talk to you for a second? And I'd be like, you know me, I'm i I'm, I'm The humbleness. I always think I'm in trouble. If anybody said, can I holler at you? Ray, if you Ray. just asked me, can I talk to you in the kitchen, I'd be like, fuck, that I done got in trouble again. Yeah, I don't know. He is. was like, can I talk to you? I'm like, damn, what the fuck I do now? And he pulled me to the side. And he was like, hey, uh, Ray's, Ray's college girlfriend's name was, you know, Tiana. And, uh, yeah, so you can say something about that. Like, he, he tried to give me information just to get uh-huh. Ray off his game. But the funniest uh-huh. shit was during the game, we was in Baltimore – End up hitting Ray, tackling Ray one time, and I was like, I was like, yeah, you know, Tiana said whatever her name was, I don't forgot her name. Now I was like, yeah, Tiana, Tiana said, Tiana said, tell Tia, you hi, just to get him. Th- I was saying to get that, just him not think about football for half a second and be like, damn, this motherfucker hit my girl, like, and he, I saw him click. And then he looked at me again and he smiled he was like, Crowder, they told me about you. They told me about you. Uh, he was prepared. He was prepared uh, for the, for the shit talking. Right. So like I I say, if you know those five percenters, yeah. you just laugh at it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I did it because uh, my favorite player is Lawrence Taylor. And Lawrence Taylor was one of that five percent. They wanted to they'd do anything possible to get you off your game. And I wasn't as, like, as good as them football-wise, you want to say. But shit talking, man, I think I'm one of the best in the history of football. Okay. Yeah, one of the best of them.
1: So my dad was a, if uh, an official for the Falcons, um, NFL level for a while. Mm-hmm. He didn't really get on the field. His knees it kind of gave out, so they yeah. used him up at Flowery Branch. But he used to tell me some biblical shit. He was like, "Bro, on them piles during fumbles and shit." He was like, "Bro, you do not. That's not where you want to be." Mm-mm. So like what happened down there? i
2: was spit, fight, hitting somebody in the dick. Whatever you got to do to get that ball. Well, to get that ball, it's more if you just think about it. It's more. That's when I uh, bit the bitter dude from Tampa Bay, and it was a coincidence that he was the one that jumped on the ball because your face man, your your it, it was it it just lined up perfectly where
1: you ain't played on the leather I, I I
2: dove, yes. I dove in to grab the ball right, and my chin strap slid up. So I dove in when it hit my chin strap slid up. And then so then all that shit, boom, boom, and everybody started piling on. And then I when I look, the ball is right here, but it's an arm around it. So I'm kind of on this, this side of the arm. So the ball's in here, and I'm looking at his arm and my face, man. So my mouth is, my teeth are literally four like inches that. from his wrist.
0: Yeah.
2: And the ball is right there. And so I'm like, I'm I got my hand on the ball, but he got possession of the ball. He on it. I said, man, fuck this. And I bit the shit out of his arm. He said, ah! <laughs> And I grabbed the ball, got the fumble cover. You yeah, said you can look, at <laughs> I look yeah. against Tampa Bay and Tampa Bay.
1: Somebody had the Dolphins' defense and won a fantasy game <laughs> because <laughs> Channing Crowder bit a motherfucking
2: bit, <laughs> bit the shit out of him. Yeah. But like I bend, love it. bending back fingers and stuff, Let like, you think about it. you holding the ball. I want the ball, and your fingers are sitting there. Yeah, I can. I have my whole arm. I can grab one of your fingers with my whole hand and bend ah. that motherfucker. You're gonna let the ball go huh? if I'm yeah. about to break your finger. Absolutely. You're gonna let the ball go. Absolutely. And then I get up with the ball dancing <laughs> it like a star, and you just like bitch. I don't want my finger fucking broken. That's that's what I didn't want my oh, finger to break. Man. So the ball of the story, if you're on the bottom of the pile, get the fuck out of here fast. As you know what possible. you need to do? Yeah. Cover your hands and ball up like a little little baby little fetus position. Don't yeah. leave anything out because. Of, you get paid to the turnover chains and the turnover bracelets and the turnover yeah, rings cool. and all the shit they do to cool shit. to get the ball from the other team back. That's all the all the defender wants to do. Absolutely, that's our goal. That's our goal. Yeah. Interception, force from, you from get the recovery. flag. Yeah, yeah, chase the flag. So now I can I'm gonna get this ball back for my team. Oh yeah, we got action. So what do you think it was
0: about your game that separated you from the majority of the people when you were in the league, man? I mean, you were you were balling out. And in Florida, you were balling out yeah like what do you what do you think separated you to to be able to do that
2: um be honest like is si- it the si- size size it- size and speed to be able to be you know like be two forty five two fifty and run a four six and have to change direction, but honestly. College, high school, and college—I just out athletic people. I was just so big and was, fast. Yeah. Like you can't, you know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you two ten, six three, two ten in high school. What's Motherfuckers that? don't even look. They only want to get in your way. Yeah.
1: What's the moment? Everybody has. A, I'm good at this shit.
2: What's the moment
1: that you knew? Like I, I can go pro as long as I stay out of jail. Like I can, as long as I don't um, beat the wrong
2: motherfucker up. <laughs> ooh. I the, knew I, I can go pro. It was probably my junior year in high school where I knew I was just better than everybody else. I just, they put me in any position. Like They started putting me at quarterback if we wanted the fourth and one. You know what I'm saying? If we needed, like, if it was a passing situation, they put me at free safety. It's just like, you know, go, go. They put me in the shit. Well, Wherever mean, the shit's about to happen, well, they put me right there. And, athlete. Yeah, and that's why I play middle linebacker. Think about it, middle linebackers right in the middle mm-hmm. of the field. And you're staring at the quarterback, you can get to the receivers, you get to all the running back. So, But they started putting me around, and I was like, okay, I'm better at football than, than normal people. And they talking about making it to the league. I would say after my my during my freshman year in Florida and I got to Florida and it was like I knew I could dominate high school but now I'm in the SEC. you know what I'm saying? Like now I'm playing against motherfuckers that are Don't older it. than me. Yeah, it's not yeah. the same, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm playing yeah. against dudes that are about to get drafted. Right. Like I'm 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 a running back and there's Darren McFadden and Felix Jones, you know what I'm saying? Like there's there's top-notch guys across from me. And then I started whooping their ass like it. It wasn't like yeah, it, crowd on the tackle, crowd on the tackle, crowd on the tackle, and I'm like, yeah, it was a lot of tackles. And I'm like, damn, this dude like. <laughs> What's the most he, you had in the game? He good. Uh, Mississippi State, I think I had oh. twenty, twenty tackles. God damn! One year in Mississippi State, something what, like that.
1: It wasn't a bitch. You didn't hit. This was a tackle
2: boy, <laughs> tackling the popcorn man. Try you stopped there, everybody. That goddamn I, game. I, I, I tied a record. I think me and Wilbur Marshall. Got like a record tie for tackles, but that's when I just saw like it, but it was nothing. Like I was still partying. Same thing, like in Florida, I was still partying, hanging out, drinking, running around, chasing girls. City. Like it's a fun city,
1: yeah,
2: a And then I go out there on Saturday and wear everybody ass out, and then as soon as the game over, say. I'm about to, I'm going to the bar to hang out, and it was just like this is this is simple to me. You see, the, dude, you see the dudes <laughs> on these these meal plans and these trainers and these. You know, all they parents got money, so they got all these pieces, this, this support group around them. And I'm like, bro, I drink beer, I eat chicken wings, and I'm ten times better than you. If I did all that bullshit you do, what would I be then? Bro, you wasting your fucking time. You're just not gonna. You're never gonna take my job. And that was the thing. So even walking in Florida, hell, it, they had junior linebackers, senior linebackers, sophomore linebackers. I walked in the door and, st- and was starting at middle linebacker the, the first time I stepped on the field. And I was looking, even looking at them older dudes, like, bro, you been here four years. Yeah. Man, man! You give me four years, right? Yeah, I ain't a chance. You, you're, you're not gonna make it. Well, so you were
0: all you were all freshmen in 2003, and then you were a captain the next year. Um, how did so? How does that get? How does that work in a locker room? Is it just the players say who the captains are? Like, yeah, is it the same in the pros? Is it like a? It's just a given. We know who this is, and this is. It, it, it's
2: is it's an assumption. Uh-huh. Like the quarterback should be the captain. He's the one that's setting up everything. The Starting quarterback should be the captain. But if if the starting quarterback's not the captain, you kind of you look at him funny because like, damn, right, you're the dude that touched the ball every play, and these motherfuckers don't respect you enough to vote you in as captain. So I, whenever, even an NFL level, when the quarterback doesn't have a, a starting quarterback's not a captain, it kind of shows me how the team thinks about him but it's really just like the guy that they know is always 100 they're going to be solid right like he's he going to be there i don't give a damn what's going on in his life i don't give a damn what's going on on off the field mama mama and daddy got divorced his girlfriend cheated on him when i get on this field i'm gonna bust my yeah, ass business. and you need to bust your ass and that's the thing when you can when you can compartmentalize i think the best captains no matter what's going on you click that shit out and just compartmentalize and play now i'm gonna do my job now i'm i'm going to make my team better, make everybody around me better, no matter what's going on. But, yeah, the the players vote for it. And it's, I don't say intimidation, but it has to be respect. It's all respect. Right, right. And that was the thing. First, when I first walked in the, in the locker room, and, you know, just a big light-skinned dude from Georgia, so all them Florida dudes was there. <laughs> Florida dudes don't respect dudes from other states. I don't know if people know that. Anybody <laughs> from Florida don't respect guys from other states. Because yeah. I'm from Florida. Like, yeah, I'm from yeah. Miami. I, I, I'm from Miami. So you walk in the locker room in Florida, and, you know, 80% of teams from Florida – you got this little country motherfucker, this little country nigga like me walking in, you know raccoon teeth. My teeth, you know my my wife got my teeth done. Y'all see them bitches pretty now. You but man, fucked up teeth, country dude. You know, ain't shave, ain't even care about my head, Don't wear nothing. Whoa, like you're split just flops. a fucking
0: yeah, just an animal. Just out and, there fighting and, and just
2: rambling. And that that was the thing. So they already were like, this dude's not on. Like he's not hundred percent. We, he this just not together. He
0: may be insane. Yeah, he yeah. might be wild. And you can't the... tell if he's just country or just fucking having a good time. Yeah. Is... <laughs> and then yeah. you start making
2: plays. But then they also see yeah. like I knocked, I knocked out probably at Florida. That was a big transition too to be around dudes that don't really <clears throat> like don't understand it so big at Florida. I probably knocked out like five or six teammates fighting because just you know just disrespecting Dispecting. yeah just dude was like one time he called me a bitch on the field that's the name of his episode do not
1: disrespect yes. <laughs> so dude was on the field
2: and he called me a bitch and i was like and i stopped and all my homeboys was like Fuck. like you can see people just melt like he just called channeling a bitch uh-oh I'm, here you go, you go. And, <laughs> and the thing is i get calm and that's the scary part is that when it's, it's about to be a Interaction, a physical interaction, I don't get excited, like <laughs> I get calm and I'd be like, bro, please don't call me a bitch again. If you call me a bitch again, I'm telling you it's not gonna it's not going end well for That's you. Scary. And I'd be like, and then but that also encourages fake tough guys to then do it again. And he went to say bitch.
1: It's that setup, they don't even know. And
2: it. he got the T out. He didn't get the CH out, got the T out. I caught that bitch with a right, bam, knocked him out. He falling back. I caught him again. Woke him back up. Him back up. <laughs> <laughs> so I hit him. His eyes closed. Mm. Hit him again. His eyes back open. Caught him again. Knocked him out again. I knocked the oh. motherfucker out twice before he hit the ground. A uh, big tight end from JUCO. I forget his name. Marque or something. And like that—that that was the whole thing. And then weight room dude. You just that—that that was my biggest as a as a, as a kid from Atlanta. Grew up in Decatur, and then yeah. you know end up end up. Playing my way to be at Living Roswell and North Springs and all, because athletic, I would never been. I would have been at Columbia High School right. if I couldn't play ball. Right. But I started playing ball, and they saw that, like, okay, this guy can help us. And that's how we coaches ended up talking to my mom and going to Roswell High School, and then transferring to, to to North Springs and playing up in that area because they they could help you out. You World know what I'm saying? They yeah. would they would come recruit. <laughs> they would recruit back before. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? So that was a, like so even that that side of it, like being a. Being a 16-year-old kid and knowing that my athleticism and the way I play ball has changed my trajectory already. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you're not supposed to be a 15, 16-year-old kid, and you're moving a place because of what you do well. Right. And that these people are going to help my mom. And I don't know the extent of how they help my mom, but I know we, we shouldn't have had this car. We shouldn't have been in this apartment. But I could play some fucking football. Helping so you know, now, like... Our life is changing. My family's life's changing because of the fact that I'm good at knocking bitches down that have a football in their hand, and that that's why like that that driving that ground like what what made me good was like knowing right. that. So like I'm not you're not gonna beat me that easily at anything because this shit is real for me. Right. You about to go home? You about to have you a good a, a good lamb chop dinner? Yeah. Bitch, I done been cube steaks every night. Three days, <laughs> yeah, man. A fucking fried cube steak. I, I, I thought cube steak was real steak. That bitch, <laughs> that bitch <laughs> a thin hamburger. It
1: ain't.
2: <laughs> oh. Cube steak is not a steak. Stop the recording. Cube steak ain't. <laughs> cube steak is a thin ass hamburger.
1: to my
2: grave, lady. You had me. We thought this was steak. That is not a steak, bro. That's a thin fucking hamburger, and it's the trashiest meat in the fucking world.
1: All right, so break. So. Glad you bought that up. You drafted now. You finna
2: get paid for yeah. the first thing you bought. First thing I bought, honestly, the first dumbest fuck off
1: shit. gift. What was the first? I ain't talking first, about, I bought Mama a house. We, 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 yeah, we no, knew that. I, what I was the first thing you like, I'm finna go buy this gun. Mama had, had a house. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I bought a Rottweiler. Florida got out of the house. Florida, yeah. We gonna come back to that. <laughs> I didn't make a... <laughs> I might have took a I might have took a pay cut coming to the NFL. Oh. <laughs> so I told y'all NIL was real. Yeah. Before yeah. no the, the dumb thing though. the the I bought a Hummer, like I said, I got a $1 million dollar credit line cuz I thought I was going first round. So I had a $1 million dollars at the tip of my pay. I could literally call this lady, Suzanne, and tell her send me 30,000 and I could go online and watch thirty thousand dollars get this, the get put into my Bank of America. Can I call account. Suzanne? And no, Suzanne at <laughs> now? At, at twenty-one <laughs> years old, think about being twenty-one. Ooh, I couldn't imagine. And you can call ah. a lady and say, "Give me fifty thousand, give me 100000 hundred and she'll say, "Yes, sir, Mister Crowder." And you and you and you and you re- refresh your screen, and a hundred thousand dollars. I'm finna fuck off at forty-one. I can imagine it twenty-one, 21 wow. not knowing anything, not knowing what's going on. So, it was a. Uh, it, it was it it was over. I I partied a lot. I used to spend uh, shit, even in the league. I spent I spent say, well into the hundred thousand, hundred and fifty thousand dollars in strip clubs for years. Every year, hundred thousand, hundred. My um. I my, does that
1: get you? My I'd be having money.
2: like ninety bucks. I think
1: ninety dollars is the most. My, <laughs> my, my, my final, And I was
2: mad. I, think I, was I It was it was one year. My financial advisor. Called me and said Them I w- I withdrew, a hundred and twenty thousand dollars from the ATM and I was like, oh, "Shit!" I'm like ten racks a month. You know what I'm saying? doing the breakdown math. He said between eleven p.m. and six a.m. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the prime time fuck off hours. And you knew I knew
2: what it was. You you, didn't have to ask what? you, you were at an ATM at two a.m. Where are you at? Yeah. You were at the yeah. strip club and now the girl done yeah. say you owe me hundred yeah. sixty. You Hold should on, baby. have Waffle
1: House money in your pocket Hold at on, two a.m. Hold yeah. on, baby, I'll be right you back. Get a hotel Hold or... on, baby,
2: I'll be right back. Yeah, you might need a hotel. room. <laughs> it's different shit that goes on, but yeah. So yeah, and just but the, the worst decision financially I ever made was I bought a. Uh, I was born in 1983. I bought a 1983 Monte Carlo SS. That ain't the worst decision. No, but no let me. Let must me, have been a linen. Let me let, let let me continue. Okay. I bought the car for like eight grand. I put 130 thousand into it
0: the investment. through the
2: years i i i just bought the shell gutted it oh. brand new engine then i said i want to get i want to get alligator skin because it was orange orange and blue the gators so orange and blue oh, okay. so i wanted alligator skin so everybody's like hey we got this alligator skin print leather i said no i want to sit want- to on alligators i want to sit on fucking alligators and they were like well how do we approach that? You know, uh it was, we'll up, it was in Atlanta. Um, the one, the dude that Jeezy talked about. Go see the one, get my sound right. He talked about him in there. So I'm a Jeezy fan, trap or die. I'm an Atlanta dude. I'm real as nigga in it. Y'all already know. My uh but my, my Chevy same color, Tropicana, orange juice. Yeah. That's why I got an orange Chevy because of Jeezy. Jeezy told me to get an orange Chevy. <laughs> I'm, listen, I'm listening to Jeezy all these years, and then Jeezy told me my Chevy has to be the same color as orange juice, oh and then I went to Florida, it just and I'm made like, sense. shit, it made sense. I need an orange Chevy that what? looks like fucking orange juice. So I get this Chevy, and they're like, hey, we got this print. Long story short, they were like, well, you got to buy the alligators. I you bet. kill the alligators. You, you have to skin the alligators. Wait, wait, wait. You got to tan the alligators orange, and then once that happens, then they can send it to to uh, to Al- ship it to Atlanta, and he could put it in your car. I said bet. <laughs> I said bet. Some gator I bought. I bought eleven thousand dollars worth of baby alligators. Just to get them bitches killed. <laughs> Just to, just to get them motherfuckers skinned, just to get them motherfuckers tan orange, just to get them dried out, to get There's them shipped you. to Atlanta to put in my Chevy.
1: There goes PETA sponsorship. But this. that was eleven thousand. <laughs>
2: that was just the Gators. I'm talking about the, the interior of the car was forty racks probably with all the stuff we did. Had the big box in the back, the little clear, the clear, the, the JL Audio W five twelve whatever that shit. I had all, bro, I had my signature. My I, I wrote a signature and they had it engraved in the speaker box that was set in, in the trunk. Like this the car was stupid. But it was 140000 dollars 83 Chevy That shit is retarded. <laughs> that shit was just stupid to do. But you get you get a dude, young dude from Atlanta, yeah. and you tell him you about to give me eight million. That, that was the thing. I thought I was going first round, top twenty is what Mel Kiper and all them goofy goofy bastards oh, are talking yeah.
0: it. Well today where this is you're dropping down the last and, and
2: I listen yeah. to that goofy motherfucker said "Crowder's not going past 20 to green Basics. I'm going top 20. I wouldn't look the year before. Do
0: those guys get paid. I don't even yeah, tell you all. They, they pay get paid money. Do, do, to, do, guess. A, do, do, to guess. but do No, but like do agents pay them to like bump their dude
2: up? No. Yeah. Agents because, is, don't is, pay he, them, he, but they uh they don't have, seems... they don't, but they don't have to be right or wrong. It's all, yeah. it's all prognosticate. This like, it's yeah. like gambling. About. It's like I gambling. Don't... The gambling site. it's just like yeah. gambling. Uh-huh. Well, hey, they go to, they're gonna win. If they don't win, the guy be like, oh, ba- I was three and one this week. Like it's just get. That's all guessing. And my if you get a big enough name like Mel Kiper, doesn't know what the fuck's going on with anything. But his <laughs> that, name, his name is asking. big enough that people trust him more than they trust me and you. Yeah. So if me and you say this guy's gonna go number five, it don't mean nothing. But Mel yeah. Kuyper says it. It means something to people.
0: He's tricked. I don't know. But he owes me, I mean, owe me some money. He owes me some money.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Mel owe me some money. <laughs> hey, Mel. Mel. Don't disrespect Sherry Crowder. Mel owes him. me some money, Mel. I thought I was going get $8 million. I went out and spent $370,000 before I got drafted. My signing bonus won, but five eighty eight after taxes. So I, I, ain't, I had 600 racks, <laughs> yeah. but fucking with Mel. I ain't walk with a hundred because I spent the rest of it. Spent
1: the rest
0: of it. Do, do I thought
2: you, I was going big. I was in New Orleans too with them little Creole girls with that fluffy ass hair and them green eyes. They were calling you Bib. <laughs> they <laughs> did. They were the saying that baby. And, oh goodness gracious! That was the worst decision of my life to go train in New Orleans. Cause goodness gracious,
1: that's you. Hey, you keep bringing up all the talking points that I had. So you, a rookie in Miami, has to be the most devilish city. Yeah. In, uh, in America.
2: I'd say Vegas. Vegas. Vegas, up Miami. Up. Yeah. Vegas, Miami. Up, how did yeah. you balance
1: that shit? Like how is that? How did you stay focused, bro? I was flunked didn't. out.
2: I did. You say I didn't. I didn't stay focused. I just just burn burn the wick from both sides. So, and that yes. but it gets a lot of people. Like you see if people ask why like guys will be in Miami and then they'll leave and go ball out of the places. Cause they couldn't burn, they couldn't burn the candle from both sides. Yeah, bro. So you can't ball and grind and work and really, you know, be prepared to play. But then there's something always open, like even in Atlanta, being here, like there, there's a time where everything closes, like 3 a.m. By 3 a.m. here, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's curtains. Over, there's nothing yeah. to do. You well, want to go sit see. at the fucking gas station? You want to? But that's the only yeah. place open is gas stations. Oh, in well, Miami, there is something open. to do every second of the day. There's accessibility to every drug you want. Every sensibility, every woman you can see, sensibility to everything. There's liquor being sold. There's no you. You go to a gas station here at 6 a.m. We don't sell beer till 9:30. (laughs) Miami, you can walk in anywhere and buy alcohol anytime you want to. So I think some guys just the culture shock of what Miami is, and just like I said, I compare I compare it to Vegas, where anywhere you are, you can go find you. Man, you can go find you whatever you want. I'm talking about whatever you want. From drugs to women to whatever you want, you can find all the time. And I think that's why Miami messes up, guys. But then it's also the focus of balancing out, doing my job, being successful, trying you know, trying to be a a, a, a name in the NFL and then <clears throat> wanting to enjoy yourself. And it's that fine line that you gotta walk and a lot of guys can't walk the line.
0: So you get you get drafted third round. Nick Saban drafted you, correct? Yep. Nick Saban and then Zach Thomas is there at the same time. Can you just kinda, you know, I, I want I want you to just talk about who you want to talk about, but mm-hmm. what was that like with having, you know, Nick Saban coming from college and being Nick Saban and then Zach Thomas being this kind of legend and you kinda might be taking his spot or you know, you're kind of in. How what was that relationship like?
2: It was um I think Zach made it so easy. <coughs> Because of the fact that he knew the situation, I'm cool with Zach to this day. I mm-hmm. just was with him like about a week ago, whatever, hanging out. Zach was man, a monster, man, So Zach man. really took me under his wing. He taught me everything. I wouldn't have played as long as I w- okay. I did. I wouldn't have played as well as I did if it wasn't for Zach, because he taught me how to work. But I would say getting when I first got to the Dolphins, I, my linebacking core. We ran a three-four, and the four linebackers. Was JT on the edge? Junior Seau on the edge? Zach Thomas and oh, me yeah, in the middle? On the,
0: on the team. God too? damn! Okay. So great
2: defense. It was Shitty quarterback. Yeah. Shitty quarterback. No, hundred percent. You hit it on the head. I looked that up. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so like being with those four guys, seeing that JT was just an athletic monster. Like he was just so he's built for like like fucking Jiminy Cricket. These long fucking legs. These long arms. Like he just was built to rush the passer. Junior Seau just played off strictly instinct. And Zach Thomas played off intelligence. So they would all talk to me. And I JT, I see J, like go to JT and be like, JT, what was that move? And he'd be like, just, just run around the edge. And I'd be like, when I run around the edge, i like how you run around the edge. Like, it, you look different running around the edge. So that's what I clicked into, just like, there's people that are built different. And then Junior, if he saw something, he would say, CC, I'm gone. And he would have coverage on a guy. And I would know his responsibility. But he would say, I'm gone. And I knew that means he's, run, he's going to rush the quarterback, no matter what the fucking call is. He was like, I'm gone. He would say, "CC, I'm gone. And that means, hey, this dude that I'm covering is going to be open, but I'm, I'm going to rush. And I saw that mind frame of if I see something, go make a play. Go make something happen. And then Zach knew every breakdown of everything. We were playing the Lions one time, and mid-series he told me, he was like, if, if, the, if the tight end, if number 86 steps off the ball, just shoot your gap, they're running the ball. So it happened. I, I the first time it happened, he stepped off the ball. I went and just ran up in the gap, and kind of, you know, I just got closer. I didn't just shoot it, mm-hmm. and I made the tackle, but it it was a tackle for loss. For and loss. Zach snapped on me. I told you to fucking shoot your gap. He <laughs> fucking snapped on me. So the next time that 86 stepped off and started doing that little that little bullshit motion, I shot my gap. I had a tackle for loss. And so at halftime, this is this is the first series. At halftime, I went up to Zach and I was like. Man, we're like, what do you like? I just want to know what you see when you tell me to shoot. Like, and he's the same thing. Everybody called me CC. CC shoot. CC shoot. And he would just say as soon as 86 steps. I remember the number because it was just fucking vivid, goddamn. It's a vivid thought of like my and this is goddamn 20 years ago. And I said, Zach, what do you see? He said, No. The coordinator for the Lions were was, he was with the San Diego Chargers in '99. And I know his two tight end runs. If anybody steps off, They're running a zone, so just shoot your gap. This is 2005. This is six, seven years later. And he remembered the coordinators' two tight end run game. That's how fucking smart Zach was. It was the craziest shit in the world. And he would tell me, play's coming. Hey, on third down, they're going to go two by two. They're going to motion the trips, and they're going to throw a screen to the the running back on your side. Just go tackle them. You'll be fine. And this is before we're on the field. We're on the sideline, and he tells me the first third down, they're going to go two by two. They're going to motion the trips. The back's gonna be on you. He's gonna catch the screen. Go tackle him. And we get on the field, first down they run, second down they pass, they get the third down. They go two by two. Got motion just trips. And I look at Zach and Zach looks. Looking at, I told you, motherfucker. And he'll be <laughs> Yeah, and he literally look at you and be like, laying that shit up like and yeah. I go make the tackle. Tackle for loss. I look, I look, I look like I'm an all-star, but it's because this motherfucker just told me to play. And that's, that's not that's crazy. one isolated, those are two stories. But we played together for three years. There's a 100 more stories where he'll tell me, hey, tight end's going to hook up right here. Just sit there. Don't even don't look at the receiver. Sit at tight end. He's going to throw it to the tight end. Just sit in front of him. And JT will go get a sack And because I'm just standing there with the tight end because Zach told me to go run and stand next to the tight end. And I'll just sit there and stand next to him next. and look like I did a great job, but this motherfucker literally told me what the play was. And so that's what it is about having some OGs, some real dudes that no ball to take from junior. Sometimes you need to go out outside of the norm to take from JT really like like almost with with guys like that like I'm not you it's like Lawrence Taylor you know, yeah. some guys are they're just their god made them different yeah, you know Julius yeah. Peppers uh I could bring up Ly- I could bring up Randy Moss Randy Moss was the best athlete I have the, the most impressive human figure of an athlete I've ever yeah Come I've ever on, I've ever stepped on the field with god made some people different what made some, them so some what? who moss yeah that's not. he was 65 he ran a 42 and his vertical was forty inches. There's nothing you could do with him. We went. I almost I mean, called. That's Tyreek Hill with height. It. Think about it. A six foot five Tyreek Hill. You don't want that. That's trouble. It's
1: that. gonna keep you up as a DC. I know PEP. go PEP. Pep.
2: I know PEP. PEP said, "Our check down When I got in trouble, I would just know what side of the field monsters on.
1: Yeah, you, you can't. Just and count. I just
2: throw it real high and real far. Think about it. A bitch is six five. He puts his hand in there." His hand already at nine feet. Now he's jumping 40 inches. So now his hands are at 13 feet yeah. in the air. And you had good hands. He had good oh, he took hands. The too. of the
1: bridge. Most no. bridges.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the big ass trucks. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. 12 feet, 6 inches. Yeah. This motherfucker yeah. jumping over semi truck. What are you gonna do in the end zone when a bitch is 13 and a half feet in the air? In the you're gonna stand there, you're gonna look at them, you're gonna watch them catch the ball, land, and you're gonna look dumb in front of your you family. So <laughs> your head. You're to watch you're look, Yeah. I used yeah. to tell them all the time, bro. I used to tell them during games. It was we played the Patriots that year at uh, 07. They beat us twice. Obviously, they weren't defeated, so they beat the Dolphins twice. And one time they did some motion and shit out of empty. And when the shit, when the, when the shit panned out, it was me on Moss. I got to pull this thing because I just started looking around. I'm calling people. Come help me. And they're like, no, 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 cover four. I said, fuck Man. me. Fuck this coverage! <laughs> fuck this play. I need help. Oh, I, S.O.S. This what it is. Batman City. I need help. And Jeremiah Bell was the safety. And Y.B., me and Y.B. tight. We tight to this day. We party. We hang like my dude. And we he joke about it now. He be like, remember that time you got to line up on Moss? Because I was... I, why be? Help me. And he like he like nah bro four four we in four. I said I know we're in four. I know. But you need to come over this direction because this motherfucker is about to make me look so bad. It's national TV. I'm not doing this. My mom's watching. My kids watching. I'm not gonna let this motherfucker make me look bad on TV. No. Yeah. Man, come help me. Yeah, I saw your daddy. Right. Sorry, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> but I used to, I did it when uh with Reggie Bush too. When Reggie was in the same. When Reggie was Reggie. Reggie Bush. That shit worked out. That motherfucker was out at number two week, and I walked over there. They said, cover one. leave at the coach, and I shook my head, nope. <laughs> he said, no, we're going to run one. We're going to run Mike one. I said, nope. They're like, what's wrong, Crowder? I said, I can't cover this motherfucker. I can't cover him. Like, you, you can say, well, the linebacker's on the running back. I said, no, let's not put it that way. Yeah. Let's put it as. Channing Channing Crowder is on Reggie Bush. Don't just say linebacker on running back. <laughs> this is a mismatch, and he is the one that's gonna is gonna is gonna take advantage of it. Man, Reggie Fuck was you. quick. I end up, man. Reggie I swear quick. to God. And Jeremy Shocky, Jeremy Shocky, Jeremy Shocky. Yeah, I'm not taking nothing against Shock. Shock, my yeah. dude. Shock was good, but I look and we end up. I used end up taking telling the, telling the safety to go cover Reggie. I will cover Jeremy, cause I. I I, I think I had a better chance against Jeremy Shockey and Reggie. Yeah, really, and that yeah. even on the field, like it, it's funny as you can say that. Where when that shit panned out, I said, nigga, mm-mm. And I can't point to him. You him? He was like, no, 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 cover one. I said, yep, cover one. I'm going over there. You covered one. I'm getting, one. A, I'm getting a, you better cover this motherfucker, <laughs> Reggie. You better cover Reggie Bush. This is Reggie Reggie, New Orleans Reggie. Ain't no way in the <laughs> oh, fuck. Shit, hold on. Ain't no way in the fuck I'm about to get embarrassed in front of all these people in Dolphin Stadium. Mm-mm. Yeah, so Reggie went on. Was he fast was. One. That was when Reggie was was college. USC, USC hitting Kim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kim ain't give him nothing.
0: <laughs> so I feel like you're a guy that could have played back in any decade. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody talks about the you know the, the how the times change with the game and stuff. Um, do you do you feel that your game would have translated like you feel like you could hit any motherfucker in any decade
2: uh yeah i I might have trained differently now. the game's really yeah. changing i don't yeah. I'm getting used to I don't really like it these forty fifty point games mm-hmm. like when I played it was that seventeen twenty one like. yeah seventeen ten games That's what yeah. I like. it was like uh like the dolphins even the buffalo buffalo and the dolphins played recently, and it was like a like a slug fest yeah. like you scored and I scored, but it was like twenty. What was it? I think it was 21 twenty one nineteen. Like I like those. Yeah. But I would train different. I wouldn't have got as big as I was if I played now. But back in the day, I I knew I could have played in the seventies and sixties. Stopping the run was my shit. Like you're not gonna just run the ball on us. Like there's only so many gaps that your little ass can run through. I'm gonna yep. find you and I'm gonna choke the shit out you. <laughs> so the passing game, if I played now, I would I wouldn't be as big. I would I would say small. Like you see linebackers now, like the Tampa. I love the Tampa boys, Devin, Devin, and um.
1: Who is it? Devin is the kid out of uh, LSU. Devin White, yeah, yeah.
2: Devin White, and um, his other two too. I, I told you my fucking brain is mashed potatoes yeah. with names, but yeah, it's it's some linebackers that I love. Uh, Simmons from Arizona, he's like a okay. safety convert. Like that, the safety conversion is is what uh, is what it is now. But I I really do believe I believe if 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 I was if I was twenty one right now, I would start in the NFL today. And if I was 21 in 1965, i started start he's the NFL.
1: The NFL. Yeah. Who was um, an overrated player? Everybody talk about top five, listing top ten. Who was somebody everybody thought was great? Who used to play against? Like, this motherfucker is not good. Not that good. He is not that good.
0: Yeah, you'll, have, you'll have a comic <sighs> book on stage, and you're like, what? Yeah, are you like we like see his know, comics. We
1: see people like, and i say who it is for me, Hannibal Buhrs. First time I saw him live, I was like, I don't get it
2: don't get out of get it. Man,
1: it's not my sense of humor. Ooh, so yeah. who was, you know, that we ooh, all.
2: That's a hell of a question.
1: Fucking Jersey was jumping out of kibbit. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we all eat.
2: Kibbit sports. Man, that's a hell of a question. Um. Uh, I say, I'll be honest. I played Brett Favre, man, late in his career, and I wasn't impressed. <laughs> Andy, he's stealing from poor people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, got, I got, got a whole video. I, was, I was excited to play against Favre when he went to the Jets, and we had to play Favre to go to the playoffs in two thousand eight. Up in, up in Meadowlands, we had to play Brett Favre, and I'm like, you know, I ain't gonna bullshit. Like even when you, when you're in it, you respect legends. Like playing Moss, I was true. like. Bitch, listen. This Randy Moss, bitch. Like, don't don't that crazy. Like, this is fucking Randy Moss. Yeah. Uh, Priest Holmes and them linemen. Like, a lot of linemen I can say linemen. They like nobody cares about. Like Jonathan Ogden and Will Shields and all. You know, what I'm saying um, you gotta be a football head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hutchinson, the Minnesota guard, who's a Hall of Famer. That white boy was so fucking good. He choked. <laughs> that bitch choked this shit out of me one play. Um, it was just it was just some guys that that did it. But you know, when you're playing those guys. You you don't overlook it. So, I'm about to play Favre. If we win this game, we win the AFCs and go to the playoffs. If we lose this game, we're out of the playoffs because the Wild – had a wild card picture lined up. Yeah. We played the Jets up there. So, the first time playing Brett Favre, I'm like, fuck Brett Favre. I don't know if it was because he was old or not, but when I'm out there playing with him, I see him throw a couple balls. I was like, Shit. <laughs> This bitch is normal. Like. <laughs> I swear to God, he, bleed. It was a- he <laughs> bleed. He can bleed, Rock. He's a man, Rock. <laughs> I swear to God, he got to go to sleep at I, night. I saw a blow come past. I was like, oh, this bitch is a human. <laughs> and he ended up whooping their fucking ass. But yeah. for real, I would say, I, I, I said, I don't know if because he was old or not, but. I was not impressed when I played Brett Favre got, in no way. I was I, one impressed.
1: I gotta ask this for me before you go. Tom Brady, he's the greatest quarterback ever,
2: or just overrated as fuck. Like no, I think, bro, I tell you I this, and a system. I'm not not a no, system. no. No, it's not a system. It ain't no system. Plug, plug. Plug, how, you, your whole, plug. I thought we
0: weren't gonna argue about. We he's ain't to see. him. No, what plug, I'm it, saying it, it, though it. is he's been in two systems. Your whole logic's out the no, window. No no,
2: no, 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 he's been in one system, the Tom Brady system. Okay. He makes his own plays. We interviewed Byron Leffridge on the pivot.
1: Byron said, I do what he say.
2: No, no, no. Byron (laughs) didn't say that, but Byron, like, as you talk to him, it's kind of like, listen, when you have a Brady, you don't tell him what to do. You consult with him on what do we want to do? What do we we... have seven plays here? And you can (laughs) take No, plug, you bullshit. I like these ten. Which ones you like? I like these six. You take them other four and you put them bitches in the garbage can. I swear to God. <laughs> what happened to the plays you wrote,
1: fuck them Man, plays. Fuck them plays. Like,
2: yeah, that's I, what it is. But he is so, I say, I say, the, the, the reason why he's, and he's the greatest of all time in my mind. Played him a bunch of times. End up, I picked him off. My only interception was picking off Tom Brady to win a game in 0-9, I believe it was. But to play him, it could be minute 20 left in the game. Down by five. Got a score on your own five-yard line. And when you look across the line and look him in his face, his face looks like he's he's a he's playing in the backyard with his kids. It's mm. so calm. It's honestly it's kind of like what when business is what I try to teach to people and preach to people in business side of stuff. It's like don't attach emotion to things. Emotion doesn't help anything work. No. Focus, focus and structure helps just work. And you would see it. And I've been we've been in, I talking about. I think I played in what, six years? I bought for Brady 10, 12 times. And every single time he's on the field, no matter first quarter, fourth quarter, whatever's on the line, you look across the line, his face is just, hmm. That's whatever. Real talk, bro. Like it, it's not, it, it's like he's in the backyard playing with his kids. Up 50, down, 50. Same it, face. It's the same face. It's not when I saw when he snapped on the refs, and now in his old age too. When we get old, we get old, we get upset. <laughs> Don't quit. He's the motherfucker. This yeah. <laughs> right. motherfucking male man ain't been here yeah. in 11 <laughs> in forever. Yeah, You get old and mad. So, yeah. so now his old ass started getting upset a little bit. But back in the day, man, that motherfucker didn't say a word to anybody. Peyton Manning used to cuss out. Like, I played Peyton a couple of times. He'll snap on his teammate. Make the fucking block. Peyton will snap. Played Brady so many times, he didn't snap. It was like this motherfucker's a robot. And that's what I and that's why he's the greatest of all time because I've seen it. you see the numbers you see the success. Tampa got a chance to win the fucking Super Bowl this year because Brady's on the center, even though he's thin as a fucking rail. That bitch got to eat. They've got to get back on strawberries or meat or something. Whatever his diet is doing, that bitch is too thin. He sick. Boy. He's too thin. Brady, you look he's sick. He's too thin. Man. I went vegan for a couple months. I lost. I got. I lost thirty pounds. And my wife was like, "Baby, shit, you these niggas gonna try you out here on these streets if he you was getting like any, any smaller." Bell
1: when he played in the machinist.
2: That's yeah, how a bad. Sick yeah.
1: Big <laughs> look like big
2: like the Brundle flies. He look bad.
1: <laughs> All right. Last question, man. We hear you about to start stand up comedy. Yeah. Yeah. What's the inspiration? What makes you say, God, um, God damn it, I'm funny? I'm finna tell some jokes.
2: Honestly, my wife. Be honest, my wife. I I know I know I can I can I can command the room, and I do it regularly. Just different stuff. Uh, different situations, business meetings, I, I, I keynote speaker stuff, mm-hmm. but everything's based off jokes. Like everything's based off comedy. So I've sat in front of you know hundreds of people, thousand people, and talked before, and everything's based on jokes. And my wife really was like, "Why don't you do something with that? That's that's a skill. That's a that's a that's a skill set that you have that people don't have. Why don't you do something with that?" So my wife, Asia, who is I'm telling you after retirement, without her, I don't know where I'd be right now after football if I had my wife. And Asia she just and so that's where it started and then it just she put she she stayed on me I was fighting it I was fighting it and then recently I was like the hell with it I got with uh with Desi Desi Banks Alton Walker Chris Chris Spencer told me for years I know Chris Chris told me for years like bro you a funny dude you're a funny dude you're a funny dude and I've never you. capitalized on it you told me with
1: comedy writing Chris Spencer is Jesus when it comes
2: to comedy right, Chris and, Spencer is yes. And that's the thing. So even even when we connected, like and I know I you know what I'm saying I followed you for years and like just seeing y'all and then you was like, bro, you you're you're like you're a funny dude, like you're a funny delivery. So having y'all through the years, like people tell me that through the years, and like, man, you should try this, try that, try this. And then my wife getting on me is the one is the thing that catapulted me into really pursuing it. Because you know what I'm saying, like, it's yeah, it's cow. funny, we good, we good. Well bro, next to a what they always say, next to a great a great man's a great woman. Great woman. Uh, my wife's in front of me. I I got I I need to I need to follow the path. I went in real estate until she got me in real estate. Now real estate's stupid. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man, like I'm telling you, I I, I preach it all the time. I was doing something else recently and I was like, bro, if you ain't got your a good woman, I'm t- you you going to fucking fail. Because if you stay in your mind and do what you want to do and have nobody that you respect enough to talk to and run things by, and even if it ain't, you know, I don't even, I fought it. Even even the comedy thing. My wife told me that shit three, four years ago. And I fought it, and I fought it, and I fought it, and I fought it. And people are telling me, and I fought it. People are telling me, and I fought it. She saw the shit four years ago. I couldn't see it until somebody else reaffirmed that, you know what I'm saying, that you can do this. So that's really what it was. And But without my wife, man, I wouldn't I wouldn't do none of this shit.
1: Sometimes it takes you hearing this shit from somebody that you don't know.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah. They give you that last, you
1: know what, maybe they're right. Like, yeah. bitch, we've been telling <laughs> <you> this <laughs> 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> and it takes some homeless man
2: smelling <laughs> <laughs> like piss at a bus stop for you to be like, oh, right. You know what, I know you bullshit, but that was a, between me and my wife, that was the conversation, like, God damn nigga. I told you this 4 years ago, but it's like I I didn't receive it that way, but now I'm seeing it and I'm sorry like shit. But I'm telling you man, that, that be, the thing and it's funny because only thing, only person I I care about, it's bad to say, love y'all to death. Only person I care about their opinion is my wife. No, that's fair. That's it.
1: That's the person you got to wake up with. Yay. every day and raise <laughs> kids day. and
2: really and but really like care about them. Love like no. love everything about them. And past that so like the stories I tell and the comedy and the jokes, you know, I don't I, I don't care about my like people make fun of me. I talk about the uh, people I would talk about uh, pissing on yourself. When I I used to piss on myself when I played and people think it's like this, you know, negative thing and they want to listen Whoa whoa to you.
1: whoa whoa. Yeah. What?
2: I used to pee. I used to pee 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 down my like pee on myself on the field and just wipe it up because I didn't want to yeah. go to the locker room because I didn't want to miss no play. So you
1: out here tackling motherfuckers and smelling like piss.
2: I told Eric Come Wood. I, I went on Eric Wood's podcast. I, I went on Eric Wood's piss. podcast. And he was like, "Hey, I heard the story about you pissing on yourself." I was like, "Yeah, I, you have had piss my piss on you before because we played against each other." So congratulations, motherfucker, pissy boy. <laughs> oh man, yeah. but. Yeah. It, but it, it, it was a story and I didn't care. I didn't care about it and I told it so willingly until my wife, my wife told like kinda showed her, told me her side of it, and then it kind of was like, it does sound crazy from your end. So I've told stories for years, a bunch of stories I tell and a bunch of shit I do for years until my wife explains it to me how it looks from her side. I don't I don't I have no concern from how it looks from anybody else's side but my wife. And that's the coolest thing. And that's why I tell young dudes, like Bruh, it's your woman. When you, it's in the Bible. You leave your your family and you get your wife and y'all start your own family. Like hey, you can't let your mom and daddy run your life forever. Like you had to be with your woman and your woman and you and your that what they call it the 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 um what's the name family some big. Nucleus, the nuclear family. See, <laughs> look at that. Get your fucking nuclear family right.
1: Matter of fact, get your ass up. Uh, can we get you? Over
2: here? Can we get you? Oh, that's the fucking brain behind the operation. I ain't gonna lie to you. Your yeah. me now
0: We certainly appreciate. We, we know you got a role man. Get we uh,
1: we can. We really appreciate. It. It's crazy. Our connection. I used to uh, date one of your sister's friends. Yeah. Right. And. We out on a date one night, me and her friend. She said, hey, my buddy's coming. Do you have a friend? Mm-hmm. I call one of my partners. So your, your sister shows up. We like, <laughs> hey, how you doing? <laughs> her and my partner did not hit it off at all. Like, she, you know, your sister, she lively, yeah, yeah. she fun. He kind of reserved and sensitive. He going to see this and call me, I'm sensitive, nigga. Yeah, you. He, uh, <laughs> tell him. Tell him, nigga. Tighten up. And ever since then, me and her was cool. But she said it that night. She was so proud of you. She was like, my brother played football. I'm macking. I'm trying to get my thing going you on. You trying to fuck yeah, I, yeah, yeah.
2: Your yeah, yeah, brother yeah, yeah. played football. Whatever. That nigga ain't fucking them. So the other day... <laughs> I I fuck. But he
1: do. So, the other day when we had this idea, I literally hit her up and was like, Hey, did your brother play football? And she was like, Yeah. And that's all the last name and I was like, I'm a fucking idiot.
2: A fucking it, was, idiot. it it I'm all it all it all happened for a reason, bro. I really believe that. I'm I'm a, I'm a fake reasons. I'm a fake dude and the shit gonna line up. Like everybody's life has a has a is already written. If you right. start fucking smoking crack or selling pussy, you might Yeah, you, you know. didn't deter. Like you snatched the fucking <laughs> scroll from God.
1: Cause God got so many pamphlets. God done, God he got wrote, so many lives. You God can seek out this, he
2: done wrote this beautiful yeah. book for you. You can you
1: know. sneak your book off and go change some shit. You know yeah, you can you fuck can, with a Wikipedia page. You know yeah, that right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you can fuck up the fate, but I really believe the shit lines up and it's funny when you hit me, because you went you Hit my sister, my sister hit me with, like hit plug and all that stuff. But I really believe, bro, it was supposed to happen exactly the yeah, way it did. So whenever, when your what, when you when your when your, your, your homegirl called my yo your, your buddy, like, got called to talk to my sister. It's why I'm here today, and it's right. the funniest shit in the world. But I really, bro, I believe in I believe in that shit. That shit is already written. Just don't sell no sell no pussy or smoke Yeah. No
1: Black don't crack unless you smoke it. That's what I'm <laughs> Just don't smoke it and it will not crack, baby. All right. Alright, man. On that note, another episode. Trophy case, man, Chad Crowder. Two. Appreciate
2: you. Oh look.